this is legend i'm sam i'm amy and we are a podcast about cryptids urban legends and the paranormal (laughs) so what's up i think we should answer some trivia questions okay like what what kind of trivia well it depends we have animals animals history geography nope never science literature Mm, i'd fail that as much as i love it i'd still fail it (laughs) same automobiles (laughs) (laughs) way fail art another one that i love and would fail sports i don't even have to say anything to that (laughs) entertainment music I want to do the music one. So which category did you want to do? Animals. Okay. So your category is animals. What is the only mammal born with horns? The only mammal born with horns? Yeah, bro. A cow? A deer? Is that your final answer? Born with horns, though. Like, but cows have horns. Deer have antlers. Do they count as horns? But are they born with them? Oh, are they born with horns? Yeah. Come out of their mama with horns. Rhinoceros? No. I didn't think they had horns either. (laughs) Born with horns. Is it something I know? I mean, it's an animal, you know. It's an animal Uh, everybody knows. What the fuck? I don't know. What is it? Giraffe. Giraffes have horns? Yeah, they got those little nubby things. Those aren't horns. Those are horns. <laughs> those are just pom-poms attached to their heads. <laughs> nope. I had no idea those were horns. Yeah. So Amy is doing music. Heck for her yeah. category. Band-Aid released Feed the World in 1984 to raise money for what natural disaster it was a specific natural disaster i thought it was just for like starving kids in africa close it's famine in ethiopia that's the same thing (laughs) on what continent does the aardvark come from south america is that your final answer sure Nope. Africa. Africa. Damn it. (laughs) By what name is English songwriter Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner better known? Um, Robin. (laughs) Is that your final guess? I don't know. Sure. Sting. Oh... Yeah, I'd never, ever know that because I hate Sting. Me neither. Oh, I love him, but I did not know. No. I know that he takes a lot of acid and, uh, or he used to take a lot of acid. He was in the uh, hallucination documentary thing on Netflix and it was pretty funny. Interesting. Did not know that either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which two mammals lay eggs? Platypus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, wait, is that an answer? That was one answer. (laughs) There's two mammals that lay eggs? Yeah. Chicken. 
That is not a mammal. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? It's not a mammal. <laughs> I don't know. Platypus is my final answer. All right. You got it half right. Spiny anteater. I had no idea and I'm offended by myself. <laughs> I love anteaters. Now you're going to have to look it up so you can see them lay their eggs. What are modern piano keys made from? Not ivory, because that is unethical. Very. Ay, 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 ay. Like some kind of granite? That would be really heavy. Mm. Some sort of stone. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yeah. Resin or plastic. Ugh, lame. I know. We're really bad at trivia. Super bad. You would win. People... Well, I don't know if you Barely. would win, but lots of people would win against uh, <laughs> me we at Trivia Pursuit. We probably not be a team because it doesn't Mm-mm. seem like we'd get very far. Mm-mm. No. So what I'm covering is the dream surveys. There's the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Or sorry, the Willamette Valley Dream yeah. Survey. Get it right. You know... <laughs> When I first moved out here, I was like, that word has to be Willamette. It just sounds so elegant, Willamette. And then I asked everybody I worked with, and they're like, no, it's Willamette. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, Willamette. It it sounds like a hick saying, well, damn it. You know, like. It does. And I remember us having this conversation when I went to visit you, which is why I was like, I know how to say this the right way, <laughs> even though I want to say Willamette. It's Willamette. Yeah. Unless you ask um, David, he says that Courtlanders say Willamette. What are Courtlanders? Portlanders. Oh, I, oh, I thought you said Courtlanders. I was like, <laughs> whomst? I don't believe him, though. Oh. Well, anyone from Portland want to chime in? Is it Willamette or is it Willamette? Alrighty. That was <laughs> nice to know. <laughs> the second one is called the Happy Valley Dream Survey. And I'm 99.9% sure I pronounced that right. Yeah, Just it's saying. hard to mispronounce happy in Valley. <laughs> Valley. Valley. Um. Right off the bat, I want to list out my two main sources for this episode. I feel like they did a really good job about going over this. Uh, I watched two YouTube videos by someone called Nexpo, which was titled Strange Flyers Around Portland, Oregon. The second was posted by Nick Crowley entitled The Happy Valley Dream Survey. And before we really get into the surveys, we're going to talk about thisman.org, which is a website, obviously. Oh, This was mentioned or its image was posted with a lot of the sources that I read or watched. So if you go to the website thisman.org, there is a creepy rendering of a white, seemingly balding man with thick, bushy eyebrows, a thin mouth, and dark eyes immediately looking back at you. In bolded capital letters at the top, it reads ever dream this man along with this website 
flyers were posted in many cities with this man's face on it around the world. Hmm. That sounds very interesting. It is creepy. We'll post his picture on our website. If you go to the history tab on the website, it states that in January 2006 in New York, a patient visited a well-known psychiatrist and drew the face of a man that had been appearing in her dreams. She stated that in her dreams, he gives her life advice, but the woman swore that she had never met him. The drawing of the man stayed on the psychiatrist's desk for a few days, and then another patient who came in recognized the man also and said that he too had been seeing him in his dreams, but had never met him in real life. Wow. After that, the psychiatrist sent the portrait to some of his colleagues. Within a few months, four patients recognized the man from their own dreams and all referred to him as, quote, this man. Hmm. After that, it said that at least 2,000 people claimed they saw the same man in their dreams. On the website, it lists a few cities where he had been reported. Los Angeles, Berlin, Sao Paulo, Tehran, Beijing, Rome, Barcelona, Stockholm, Paris, New Delhi, Moscow, etc. Wow, that's everywhere. (laughs) I know. Literally around the world. Then at the bottom of the history tab, it states that the goal of the website is to help those who have seen this man in their dreams and to foster communication among them. And... To understand who this man is and why he appears in apparently patternless array of situations in the dreams of such diverse human subjects. The flyers and the website intrigued people for a very long time and lots of theories about him came out such as he was a dream surfer, which is a real person who has the capability of entering people's dreams. Sounds like Inception stuff. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Is it Inception or is it Insidious? Inception. No, it's Inception. Yeah. Insidious is a creepy little boy. Yeah, yeah. I remember now. Another theory is that he is the image of God, which is why he gives out life advice and things like that. Oh. If that's what God looks like. I mean, I could see why we were created in his image. So, but interesting. He looks <laughs> dead inside. <laughs> anyway... I hate to break it to everybody, but this was proven to be a hoax. I read a Vice article detailing how a sociologist and marketer named Andrea Natella, who runs a company called Guriglia Marketing, which specializes in subversive hoaxes, Mm. created the entire thing. Did you know that there are companies that specialize in hoaxes? Yeah. I did not know that. And I was like thinking while I read that, why? What what do you have to gain? Messing with people, advertisements for other companies, putting out bad information on things, you know. Wow. I had no idea. I mean I I should have assumed, but I just really had no idea. I also wanted to say that there was a comment posted on Nexpo's YouTube video by someone with the thisman.org's creepy photo. And it says, quote, they always ask, have you seen this man, but never 
how is this man oh, end quote and i just i don't know why but every time i see that it cracks me up yeah i saw one on facebook the other day for pokemon and it says that they always ask who's this pokemon but they never <laughs> ask how's this pokemon? oh my goodness and it made me laugh so hard <laughs> So why do I bring this up? One, because it's a fun story, but also because on the morning of April 30th, 2015, a Reddit user named Marcus Yellow would post about a strange flyer he found in Portland. The flyer read, have you been having strange dreams? The Willamette Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre, unexplainable dreams. If you have been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please call 971-258-1465 with the description of your dream. And yes, I read the phone number because it is still an active phone number and you can still call it. Ooh, what's the number for those of us that didn't write it down? 971-258-1465. One four six five. I call at your your uh, own volition, I guess. <laughs> the flyer was very vague. There was no organization listed and no reason as to why whoever posted the flyer wanted the information. An online article posted by the Oregonian Live actually picked up the story the same day that Marcus Yellow posted his Reddit post. They decided to trace the phone number to see if they could find out who it belonged to. They found out the number was uh, previously registered to a German language immersion program that was based in Oregon. The Oregonian. Yeah, that sounds not very friendly, does it, at first? I don't know. It sounds not good. Uh, I mean, I just think of it being like a, a room where you go and everybody's speaking German and you have to figure out what they're saying. But it's like super <laughs> stressful is how I feel. It does sound stressful. Yeah. The Oregonian contacted the program and they said that the number was no longer in use by them. And they were not affiliated with the dream survey in any way. The article posted a quote from Lynn Rise, the school director, who sent an email to the Oregonian Live. She said, all we do is German. I can see why you're checking into this. That's one weird poster. (laughs) You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I probably shouldn't call the number because my dreams get so crazy. I want to turn half of them into books and movies. I don't want to give my ideas to other people. No, you shouldn't. And also, there's another reason that I was going to tell you later. Um, Are you putting glue on your hands? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I love you so much. But, I mean, I guess I'll get into that later. But there's probably a few reasons you shouldn't call that phone number. (laughs) Okay. I guess. Wait, is there? Is that the scam number that's been calling me so much this week? Yeah, you might wonder. <laughs> okay. The Oregonian also called the number listed on the flyer because it seemed like no one knew if the number actually worked or what would happen if you called it. 
by the way, like I said, uh, the ner- the nervous, <laughs> the number is still in service today. Cool. Nick Crowley and Nexpo's YouTube videos were both posted in 2020, and they both called the number. Here's what happens if you call the number. An automated female voice answers and says, thank you for calling the Willamette Valley. Oh, sorry, guys. Willamette Valley Dream <laughs> Survey. Please leave a detailed account of your dream after the tone. Transcripts or audio from your report may be duplicated in other media. After that, there's the beep for you to record your message. Hmm. After the person had called the number and given them their dream, there was never any follow-up of any kind from the number they dialed. In Nexpo's video, he talks about how two Reddit users who were at the forefront of the investigation into the dream survey called the number as well. One user, one Reddit, and the second is aliens did nine... Aliens did what now? Aliens did... 9LL. I wanted to say 911 and then I wanted to say 911. Oh. <laughs> it's aliens did 9LL. What is 9LL? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be a play off of 911 though, honestly. It, it kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Maybe the actual 911 was taken so they had to put LL. Yeah. We will talk more about them a little bit later, but as for right now, it's important to know that Nexpo says that these two users, quote, made damn sure you knew, end quote, that something called Futel or Fatel, they're pronouncing it Fatel, but it's F-U-T-E-L, and I'm thinking it's Futel. I don't know. <laughs> Fine, then I'll just say Fatel. Had nothing to do with the dream survey over and over and over again in their Reddit posts. Oh. This piqued my interest because in Nick Crowley's video, he didn't mention Fatel at all. So, what is Fatel? Mm. Fatel is a telephone company that was created by Carl Anderson. He essentially overhauled some telephone booths in Portland, Oregon. 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 <laughs> he put new technology in them and made them operational using the internet instead of a landline. Okay. Absolutely free to use. And it sounds great, actually. Mm-hmm. You can call anybody. However, as Nexpo points out, and I'm about to as well, they're about on their website is confusing and questionable. I'm going to read it to you, and I want you to tell me what you think. Go for it. Quote, At Fatel, we believe in the preservation of public telephone hardware as a means of providing access to the Agora for everybody. And toward that that goal, we are privileged to provide free telephone calls, voicemail, and telephone-mediated services. We do not judge the motivations of our users or who they choose to call. If they don't have someone to call, we can provide a presence on the other end. Denial of telephony services has long been a tactic used against undesirable populations, and our devices will counteract that. But more importantly, we will help to establish a new era of communication, one in which reaching out is not only desirable, but mandatory. 
To what extent are our interactions mediated by intelligent machines? Who is doing the talking when we let them decide who we interact with and what constitutes appropriate topics of communication? We believe that the time has come to greet each other not with our heads down, staring at our hands, and begging for the permission of the minds that oversee our networks, but proudly, standing tall, with our eyes open and aware of our surroundings. We are primarily driven by the basic needs that we see on the streets every day by giving something away that is cheap for us but valuable to the recipient. But we hope that we can also build a Tower of Babel on top of that, a monument of telephones and switching networks and cascading psychological structures which will give the community something else as well, something we may not appreciate until it has forever changed us. End quote. Wow, that's intense. And it definitely sounds like something in Portland. It seriously, I when they were, they didn't really dwell on this in any of the videos, but man, that sounds like cultish. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It strikes me very weird. It sounds very Portland. <laughs> really? That's what Portland... Portland's like Portland is just weird you know their motto is keep Portland weird so they got all sorts of weird stuff it's great Hmm, alrighty anyway as interesting as all of that was what does it have to do with the survey you may ask and why would the two reddit users be so adamant that Fatel had nothing to do with it they were getting paid. According to an article about Fatel, one of the keys you press leads you to a directory with a direct link to certain phone numbers. One of them being the mayor is one of them that I remember. Awesome. And then I think another one is social services. That is good. Yes. But the other one is the Willamette Dream Survey. Awesome. Because this is the only company that is directly linked to the Willamette Dream Survey, people believe that Fatel created it. That's interesting. They didn't create the mayor. No. (laughs) (laughs) However, I found a tweet that Fatel posted that states, Conspiracy-fueled idiots descend on Fatel high anxiety but no casualties in online swarm of vapidity and then it goes on to list some articles i think it's safe to say that from that one tweet fatel does not appreciate being wrapped up in people's theories and honestly i don't think fatel really has anything to do with it yeah i mean just because they have their number they probably found a flyer too yeah exactly that's what i was thinking Anyway, after a while, the interest for the dream survey died out and no one really heard anything else about it. That was until April 30th, 2020, when a Reddit user posted a photo of a flyer with the title, Saw this strange poster this morning in Utah. Anyone know anything about it? Uh oh, it's spreading. What's interesting to me is that this was posted exactly five years later in all the sources i went through no one seemed to mention this though maybe in the source i got the date from was confused with the first posted date 
So maybe I'm mixing it up and spreading false information, but maybe or maybe just... both of the people that found the flyers work for them. Possibly that too. But yeah, I just find it really interesting that it's exactly five years apart to the day. <laughs> the flyer read, have you been having strange dreams? The Happy Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre, unexplainable dreams. If you have been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please contact either Happy Valley Dream Survey at mail.com or call 725-333-9067 and leave a description of your dream. Obviously, this is incredibly similar to the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Almost identical, really, with the key difference just being the name of the survey, the location, and now there's an email address. And the phone number's different. Well, I mean, yeah, and the phone number's different. But it's still the same concept. like, And very similar wording to it. And no company attached to it. Nothing. So I talked about one regent and aliens did 9LL, which, mm-hmm. and I said earlier too, I just offhandedly mentioned that they called these phone numbers. I'm going to read the transcript of the audio from when I think it was one regent that called this one. So an automated female says, please leave a detailed description of your dream at the tone. Then one regent begins to tell his dream, and almost immediately you can hear feedback on the line, which typically indicates that most likely someone has answered the phone and is listening to what he was saying. Mm-hmm. To me, that is creepy as fucking hell. I just imagine like a pervert on the other line, like breathing into the receiver. Wait, why would they be a pervert? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's their their kink is people's <laughs> dreams, which no shame whatsoever if that is something you like, but I don't know. Maybe. If people don't know that that's what you're doing on the other end of the line, that makes you a pervert. <laughs> what if they're just on the end of the line taking notes? I mean, that's probably more logical. <laughs> I don't think it indicates at all that they're like doing bad things. I don't think so it. either, but I think it's just the, <laughs> you know, anonymity, anonymity, <laughs> the anonymousness <laughs> wow. of it. Mm-hmm. That makes it creepy. <laughs> now, Nick Crowley tried to look into the two most prominent Reddit users as well. As I mentioned before, one regent aliens did 9LL. When Nick tried to check their Reddit accounts, he found that both accounts had been deleted. They weren't inactive, but completely deleted, and the video that one regent had recorded of himself calling the number was also deleted. This could just be a coincidence, but who knows? People on Reddit were very worried about them and posted a lot of posts asking if anyone knew what was going on with them or if they were okay. Another difference between this survey, 
so the Happy Valley Dream Survey and the Willamette Dream Survey is that many people who claim to have called the number reported immediately receiving a text afterwards that said, thank you for leaving a voicemail and participating in the Happy Valley Dream Survey. It appeared to be an automated text. That happens. People who called and left their dreams to the number on the flyer also reported that they would receive callbacks from the number and they would happen at random hours of the night. Oh, one of the biggest ones said that it would happen at 3 a.m. Wow. The phone would only ring for a few seconds and then hang up so no one could ever answer it on time. That would be really annoying. It is. And just like the first survey, this one has no conclusions. <laughs> both Nexpo and Nick Crowley called the dream survey numbers and both had the same thing happen to them. I'm going to talk about Nick's experience because he didn't just call the number and receive the two texts. He dug a little harder than Nexpo and got some creepy responses. Cool. Nick and Nexpo both were smart in the way that they decided to call the number. Both bought burner phones, and Nexpo even went so far as to call the number in a remote location in case he could be tracked. When Nick called, he had his brother and his girlfriend with him because it turns out that both of them had been having strange dreams lately. Nick called the Happy Valley Dream Survey phone number first, and he hears the quick automated voice of the woman and the tone, and then his brother begins to talk about his dream. Immediately after they hang up, he receives the text thanking him for participating in the dream survey. Then he called the Willamette dream survey, which is still connected. The automated woman did her little spiel, and then his girlfriend told her dream. Now, this is why I decided to go more into Nick's experience than Nexpo's. Nick decided that he was going to go even further and texted the number to the Happy Valley Dream Survey. He texted them a few times and got no answer. But after his last text of you there, the -hmm. next morning he got a text that just said Happy Valley Dream Survey from the number. Then he texted back, what is this for? And after half an hour, he received a text back that said, I'm sorry. My responses are limited. You must ask the right questions. Ooh, spooky. It's a mm-hmm. genie. Right? It's Rumpelstiltskin. So, you gotta say his name so you don't steal your children. Ooh, yeah, be careful. Careful of those children snatchers. <laughs> so then Nick texted back, are you a real person? But he heard nothing back. So the next day, he texted the number again, asking, what is the right question? He didn't immediately get a reply. It took about nine hours, but then he received two consecutive texts. The first one being, quote, that is the right question, end quote. (laughs) The second one was nine, go, five, jit. So it's the number nine, space, G-O-E-H, space, five, space, J-I-T. And then the E has that, like, straight up and down line right above it. 
which is also fucking creepy. <laughs> Nexpo never texted the number, but at 3 a.m., he did receive a text from the number. And the text that he received from the number was the 9-go-5-jit text. Huh. Both of them researched what that phrase could possibly mean. And both of them came to the same exact conclusion. Nick typed it into Google and found nothing. And then he also tried Google Translate and also found nothing. Eventually, however, he was able to find an obscure website, as he puts it, and trans. Uh, and that website translated the nine go into Creole Iasine. Iasine. Creole Iasine. It's a language. And then it translated it from that into French, which showed the word sepnem. Sepnem translates into English, or sepnem translated into English means September. So. Then the phrase was able to be translated to September 5th JIT. What is JIT? I still don't know what that means. (laughs) However, there is a Reddit group called 5 September 2020. Nick calls them a cult and goes on to explain (laughs) that they believe there is going to be an apocalyptic event on September 5th, 2020. Mm, Spoiler alert, there wasn't. Nope, we are now in September 2022. (laughs) When they're listening to this, they're in October. Oh, yeah, see, we're way past it. (laughs) You're all good, everybody. But at the time, they believed there was going to be an apocalyptic event on September 5th, 2020, that would be carried out by some secret organization. He also goes on to explain that dreams are very closely tied to this cult's mythology. He also says that there are quite a few posts that essentially state that dreams could be the only way to survive whatever apocalypse was coming. Nick summarizes that the Happy Valley Dream Survey was possibly set up by a cult that wanted to research the dreams people were having in anticipation for the end of the world. That's pretty dope. Right? He also goes on to say that he found out there was another Reddit cult that believed the world was going to end on April 30th, 2015. Mm. They also were wrong. They were also wrong. And that cult also had strong beliefs regarding dreams. Although they're very similar to each other, these cults, I personally believe that they are separate. And so does Nick. What seems to be the most likely scenario to me is that the 2020 cult on Reddit knew something about the 2015 cult and realized that they had similar beliefs decided to copy their dream survey method of collecting data about their dreams. That sounds possible. Yeah. There is also a theory that one regent and aliens did 9LL were posting as much as they did about the dream surveys because they were a part of 5 September 2020 and were trying to draw attention to it. Ooh. Conspiracies. Lots of them. And I feel like that's I don't know. It's interesting, but I I don't know. I don't feel like that's right either. 
Now I'm going to talk about some other theories about the dream surveys other than that they were created by a cult or Fatel. Nick Crowley was saying in his video that because of how much time and effort the person or group of people went through to have the phone line set up, create the automated message system, and create the flyers and put them up, he doubts that it was some kind of hoax, but possibly a well-thought-out elaborate ARG, or even that the survey itself was actually real. Do you know what an ARG is? No idea at all. Me neither. Well, I didn't. I do now. (laughs) ARG stands for Alternate Reality Game. Wikipedia defines them as an interactive networked narrative that uses the real world as a platform and employs transmedia storytelling, which is a technique of telling a single story or story experience across multiple platforms and formats using current digital technologies to deliver a story that may be altered by players' ideas or actions. Basically, it's a game you play in real life. Like, instead of playing your video game on your TV, you're doing it around the city. Like, whatever it is. Interesting. Is it like the game? The one you're not supposed to think about or you lose? No, I think it's just like Like, you know, escape rooms? Yeah. I think it's like escape rooms, except for it's not in a room. It's you roam around, you make decisions. There are things out there that people, staff members, because there's actual games, like there's actual people who run these games. Hmm. It's hard to explain, but (laughs) do you understand, like, yeah. People just walking around the city, they find clues and stuff and solve puzzles. And Sounds like geocaching. Yeah, kind of. Maybe that's a type of their game. Except for there's a business. Like, there's people who usually run these things. While I was looking up things about the two different dream surveys on Reddit, I found that a lot of users were saying that they bore a very similar resemblance to something called the Jejun Institute. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's J-E-J-U-N-E. Jejun Institute? I'm going to that. Jejun. Jejun Institute. Or simply known as the Institute, Ooh, which is an good. ARG. So I looked into it, and this ARG took place in San Francisco, California from 2008 to 2011. On Wikipedia, it was described as an ARG public art installation and immersive experience. People discovered the ARG through flyers that were posted around the city that were for dolphin therapy and the (laughs) Aquatic Thought Foundation. Honestly, that's the only similarity I could find. This ARG rented office buildings and put other various clues throughout the city for players to find. The dream surveys seem to go nowhere and instruct you to do nothing more than relay your dreams at the tone. Yep. Another theory is that scientists were performing the surveys. It was proven that because of the pandemic, people were having more dreams than usual. However, I struggle to believe that scientists who usually have to be extremely detail-oriented by nature would put together such a vague survey that doesn't specify what organization is running the survey or follow up with anything. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, it doesn't account for the 2015 survey when there wasn't a pandemic going on. 
Then there is our favorite theory. It's the <laughs> government. Oh, Depending wait. on who you ask, it's a social experiment or they're running tests on us by asking us about our dreams somehow. And as you know, I always like to leave you with a little something something from Reddit. One user posted under the unresolved mystery unresolved mysteries thread about the dream survey. Quote, man, these mysteries are so dumb. I put these flyers up in Oregon and people started to copy suit and do the same. Please don't be so brain dead. The number was linked to a German summer camp. And then he typed preciously, but he meant previously. (laughs) So the number was linked to a German summer camp previously. And I asked the service provider if I could use that specific number as it was no longer in use. People that fell for this are so dumb. I had fun listening to your stupid dreams thinking this was a real phenomenon. End quote. Then a user named Squared Chi responded and said, They have fun having you listen to their stupid dreams thinking they were real. <laughs> and then lastly, a response from user Keenan Finds Kyanite 9? LOL, you're so full of shit. <laughs> Nice. And that is the Willamette Dream Survey and the Happy Valley Dream Survey. So I was thinking back to the thisman.org thing. The thing that kept going through my mind when you were talking about it. The very beginning of the story where the person drew the picture and was like, I've seen this man in my dreams. And then it stayed on the desk. And the next person came in and was like, hey, I've seen that person in my dreams. I can see that happening because supposedly how your brain generates people in your dreams is it just collects data throughout the day and then just throws it in there. So you can have a dream about someone you don't think you've ever seen in your life, mm-hmm. but they were like on the bus with you or something. Yep. So that's possible. But then he started saying like everywhere in the world. I'm like, what does this fucker like travel everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and luckily, we know for a fact that that one was a hoax. Yeah, yeah. So, and then my my idea of who was behind the number was mm-hmm. like I was saying and how I can't call them because they might steal my ideas. I think it was some like movie producer or like book writer. Oh, that is all I forgot like... to add that. <laughs> that is one of the theories. Uh, yeah, I think they're just looking for ideas because no one can come up with anything anymore. That you're right on it because <laughs> that is one of the theories uh, that it is a author who is looking for their, for some reason it's specific to author that they're looking for ideas for their next book or, or a book of some sort. Mm, yeah, I mean, it would have to be some sort of writer, but it. I don't think it would be specific for books. But that's who I think is running it. Because honestly, that would be a really good way to get some ideas for books. Because I got crazy things going on in my head. Right? I I bounce between that and and an ARG. I don't know how it would be an ARG. Because there's nothing for them to do after it's not really a game it's just they're doing it but i feel like it's an arg slash like prank if that makes sense like they're just trying to get people worked up and you know think something weird is happening when it's not i don't know or maybe it was a bet 
Like right. two people made a bet and one of them's all like, I bet I could prank more people than you. And then they go and do that. The only thing that like really gets me about it is that they they put a lot of effort into it. And for the phone numbers, both phone numbers are still active. Someone's paying that phone bill. <laughs> Who True. is paying that phone bill? I don't know. I'm going to call it and tell them about my boring dream the other day. Oh, let me know if you get your nine go five jit text. Okay. And the fact that, so everyone was pretty sure that it was an automated text message. Like, it's the same text message everybody gets immediately after. And I watch video after video of people calling it and immediately getting that text message. Like, thank you for participating in whatever. But then how come when he texted it back, someone replied to him? It's obviously someone replying. Well, I mean, you got to have somebody that monitors those things. Like, they might not always go back and reply, but they might look, you know, in case somebody is saying something absolutely insane and you need to give it to the police or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just find this very interesting this whole thing when things are anonymous like and you don't know who's doing it or why they're doing it it's it creeps me out well i also have another theory what is on the the nine go five jit thing what if you write out the numbers nine and five and then you like the whole thing you unscramble it i didn't see anything about that but that's another thing that weirds me out because it does translate into september 5th so i don't know what jit is but (laughs) it does translate into september 5th so someone trying to frame the cults like are they trying to make people really is that would that be the game part of it but then again i only saw those two people get that text yeah maybe maybe it's just a coincidence that it translates to september 5th oh i was thinking that but i was also thinking what if the people or per- or person who made this the dream surveys what if they just sucked <laughs> at making like people you know giving people clues to figure out what to do what if they just assumed that somebody was going to text them back but nobody <laughs> did except for these two people then again that would only go for the happy valley dream survey and not the willamette one the willamette one doesn't have texting or anything like that yeah i don't know anyway maybe the happy valley one is one of the args modeled after the other one that was an actual thing and they put the nine jit thing to try and Mm -hmm. make a puzzle i could see that definitely i 
I really think that the Happy Valley one is an imitation of the Willamette Dream Survey. So then it just, why? Why the Willamette Dream Survey in the first place? We could seriously go back and forth on this and (laughs) toss out theories all day, but that's what interests me about it. Anyway, let us know what you think. Did we touch upon one of your theories? I'm just really curious. Do you know anything more than I know? (laughs) It was a really fun dive into stuff. And of course, we want your listener submissions. We want you to tell us about anything creepy that's ever happened to you. Have you called the Dream Survey phone numbers? Because if you have, we'd like to know if you got the 9-go-5-jit text. (laughs) That'd be really neat. You can let us know over at thisislegendpod at gmail.com. We've got our website, thisislegendpod.com, and our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at thisislegendpod. Keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Bye!